I knew for the most part, deep down, I was going to be okay, okay getting on right. that horse. I mm-hmm. was nervous, but putting myself in those scenarios, what am I scared to do? Right. I'm going to go do that because now I can call upon that confidence. Yeah. No, it's not the same thing. I'm not getting on a horse when I'm picking up that phone, but I am sitting here replaying and knowing, hey, I can do hard things. Right. It's not that scary. I can pick <laughs> up this phone. Yeah. So those three things for me are what what's helpful now as I get older and overcoming that fear. What's the chatter I tell myself? I've got to just do it. Mm-hmm. And what are some other things that can translate yeah, to whatever I'm scared like of doing? That. So I think one of the hardest things for, I think, men men specifically is to admit that we're scared of something. He's scared enough. <laughs> we couldn't even take you serious. I was like, literally scared. No. I was just about to say. Except for snakes. And <laughs> I was about to say, I really don't have a problem at all telling you what I'm scared about. I'll go down the list right now. <laughs> but it's, so he's right, though. Tyler's right, man. We, we, we don't. As men, we always think we're so damn tough that we don't have any fears. It is mm-hmm. so untrue. Yeah. I, it's, it, and I think our culture, we're softening up to the idea about talking about it. But the reality is, is there's a difference between, okay, talking about your fears and, and verbalizing it and then succumbing to those fears and, and having those fears inhibit experiencing life. Uh, and, and we've got a real life story that literally has happened in the last 72 hours. Yep. So I'm going to go ahead and kick us off with Darren. Phil, go ahead. Phil yes. Uh, so we just got back from our company retreat. Uh, we went to this big 10,000 acre ranch down in central Texas. Uh, and, and so the three of us, us all working together, um, the first day was for partners and top achievers. Uh, somehow I slipped into that mix, <laughs> but uh, all three of us were there that, that day early. So our leadership, Darren being one of them, planned this event that was a surprise for us. Darren didn't plan it. So they, Absolutely so they, not. So they, <laughs> the, the only clue they gave us was bring pants and closed toe shoes, preferably mm-hmm. boots, mm-hmm. right? So that's... I'll wear that on a 110 degree day in the summer <laughs> while I'm outside anyway. So I'm like, yeah, this is yeah. going to be like my, my type of your surprise, jam. right? Your jam. Yeah. So I'm excited about it. My assumption was being on the ranch, doing all that. Like there's going to be something to do with horses. Right. Um, we even kind of joked about it. Ben sent some memes between the three of us. Uh, it was the Eric Berry yeah. reference when yeah. he was if, scared. <laughs> yeah. If you don't know what that reference is, go to YouTube and type in Eric Berry horse yeah it's the funniest 47 <laughs> seconds of your day <laughs> so so we had some guesses but we didn't really know uh exactly what what the event was going to be like and so we get to the lodge we check in uh and they're like okay hey we're, we're all meeting here at three o'clock now again i'm, I'm gonna set the set the scene uh it's the le- first really couple weeks in texas that have been really hot like we're talking about a couple of days, honestly. Yeah, really. We've had a really good spring in in Texas. It's been raining forever. And so in the last week Mm -hmm. it's gotten up over 90 degrees and then it just kept going. So we're at like 97, 98 degrees. And because of the rain, you mentioned extra humid. So 
it's, it's a little uncomfortable, right? Jeans don't technically yeah. slide or glide on the inner thighs with, with extra humidity. So, so we get out there and, and, and to be honest with you, I, we get there and they say, Hey guys, we're going to go do a cattle drive. And I'm a big fan of the show Yellowstone. Like that's like something that I've wanted to do. We're going to move. Some, you were clicking your oh, heels. Oh, literally. You went and got your spurs. Oh, everything. You were all in. So dog. jacked up. Uh. Now, I may or may not have uh, worn jeans, but I definitely wore the chaps. Chaps <laughs> <So, laughs> with the ass Assless, out. Assless chaps. <laughs> so I was ready, right? Uh, we go over there, and once I hear what it is, my in my mind, because of like the joking and banter back and forth, I'm thinking, okay, I haven't seen too many brothers on a horse. Darren's going to be the one yes. that's going to be like, uh-uh, uh. dude. So we get here, we get here, and... And like I didn't, I didn't even think about it, but they say, okay, who's who's nervous about this? Everybody in our company that was there turns and looks at Darren. And Darren's like surprised that everyone's looking at him. And what did I say to everybody? Why is everybody looking at me? <laughs> it was a very racist. It was a very racist moment. So what's funny though is is as everybody shifted their eyes to Darren, they overlooked the fact that Ben had zero hesitation in raising his hand, yeah. saying, Yeah. I'm the nervous one. Yeah. Like I'm a little skittish. Hey, we're talking giant animals. I'm not going to sit here and try to lie and say that I'm, I'm good. Right. I was nervous. Yeah. You stepped out. So, so he, he put it out there and, and, and kind of contrary to my initial comment of this episode is he was not afraid. Like he said, to just admit it, like, let's just put it out there. And, and so here's the thing though, is you could see him kind of battling internally. Like, He's really thinking about this process and like they're bringing horses by, putting people on one by one. And like you could tell he's like, okay, which one's, which one's like really calm? Like mm. which one is going to be like really yeah. good? And, and they, <laughs> and they get them up and horses feel nervousness, yeah. right? Like yeah. it's, it's a bond, right? You, they they want to feel confident. Oh, Ben. Me and Bart were bonded. Bart. Oh. Dude, you know how many times I heard Bart's name? That trip? I, I didn't know my own horse's name. All I heard was, whoa, Bart. Whoa, Bart. <laughs> that is his whole name, whoa, Bart. Yeah, that was oh. Bart. Yeah. yeah, Bart didn't listen. Uh, but but he gets on, right? And, and he gets on and he goes through this. And and there's, there's a couple ways to look at it, right? Either he's got enough ego to not get made fun of right. by his colleagues, so he's just going to push through it. Mm -hmm. Or... He sees an opportunity like, okay, look, this is something I'm not comfortable with, something that I would never choose to do on my own, right. mm -mm. but I'm forced to an opportunity. Do I bypass this fear that's looming right. to possibly experience something that's really cool on the other side? And we'll get to the end of the story here in a second on what his actual decision was. <laughs> uh, but it was, it, it was honestly, I'm watching this, and it's, it's clear as day. And then they put you on first. Too, by the way. No, I was uh, actually on You were the first, first, but you were the one first couple. First, one of the first. Yeah. The first yeah. five of... Which I didn't want because right. the, the, you're gonna the sit sooner on you're on, you're sitting on that thing for a while. <laughs> yeah. That's just more time that something back down. Well, you know what? <laughs> we're going to talk about this, and there's a reason why I jumped on first. Really? There really was. There, there's a reason. We'll, we'll okay, we'll continue. get there. Yeah, we'll get but there. But yeah, so, so, and Ben being a 235, 240 pounds, what are you right now? Yeah, ish. Ish. It's not a light person for right. a horse either. Yeah. So now he's going to stand in in the arena where we're loading up 
on this horse for another 15, 20 minutes while mm, yeah, <laughs> we, we have individuals that are limited in flexibility climbing up yeah, on yeah. horses, <laughs> which was, which was God. Yeah. <laughs> true limitations. It was a sight yeah. to see for sure. Uh, but anyways, point being, and I want to, I want to hear Ben's perspective of this. Cause I've, I've told the story, uh, but it was, it was something that it was, it really was encouraging to see someone face that mm-hmm. and push through it. Um, again, whether you enjoyed it on the back, back end of it, we'll, we'll hear, uh, but it was, it and, and he did good. I mean, you were, you awesome. were running cattle and you were chasing them down. I mean, you were kind of hugging that fence line, make sure you're staying on the road and again, everything. I didn't have any control. I was, I was along for the ride. <laughs> but what was, what was kind of your thoughts of getting off of that horse now, granted, we shut it down an hour uh, early, early, yeah, uh, which was very well. You were last. You were so pissed <laughs> that we shut it down. I was like literally like going, and then I'd ride around a tree, <laughs> and then I go a little, and then I ride around, and then go over here. Oh, I, I think I see some one of the one of the uh, heifers that we missed. I gotta, I gotta go. Yeah. Literally every excuse to stay out there, right? Um, but what was your experience, kind of walking away from that, thinking that like I was, and to find out you were deathly afraid of getting onto a horse. Yeah, I mean, this is a dumb example. I, I recognize that <laughs> these horses do this thousands of times a yeah. year. Like, mm-hmm. there's really, at the end of the day, there's really not that much to be scared of. In fact, the <laughs> when I got on, the lady told me, I said, is this, you know, is this horse usually pretty chill? She said, yeah, this is the one we usually give to most of the kids. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, you, you laughed, but I yeah. kept thinking, yeah, perfect, oh, awesome. So he's good with kids. So right. he'll be good with we, this big kid. And, and yeah. honestly, when we took off, the horse was wheezing. I'm not kidding. He was yeah, wheezing. Yeah, you kept on saying that. He had yes. children on his back. for. He's an older horse. <laughs> and now he's got t- me, 230 pounds. So, yeah, my, my initial fear was, it, it was, you said a second ago, it was a mixture of ego and fear that drove or that mm. that that was yeah. coming through the ego of because we did have a an at or what it was a four-wheeled yeah whatever you call yeah. those atv and there were a couple of us a couple of the people on our team sat back and they rode the atv so oh. i could have said hey i'm gonna jump on the atv i'll jump on with cindy and so the, yeah. <laughs> yeah so the ego i mean yeah. are, i mean those might or might yeah. not be the real yeah <laughs> great people but there's a stereotype there right older ladies yeah so the ego in me said, I can't be yeah. <laughs> with the older yeah. ladies in yeah. the ATV. I've got to get up there and do this. Yeah. But then there really was a true fear of, I don't know what this animal's thinking. I don't know what it's doing. I don't, I've never done this really before. I've been on a horse when I was 12, mm-hmm. and you just ride in a line, and it's the easiest thing ever. Mm-hmm. But this was truly like you're actually with wild animals, trying to round them up, trying to get them through a, through a gate. Now, again, it wasn't that extreme, but... This is the, these are the thoughts going on no, my head. But yeah, but yeah. the reality is it wasn't just like walking a horse on a trail no, while no, somebody, no. you know, holds the reins and walks right. you, right? We're, yeah. You're literally trying to move 700,000-pound cattle, right? not knowing if they're going to spook, not right. knowing what's right. going on. I mean, there's legitimate. Yeah. And they're I mean, talking about if your hat flies off, it could spook the horse. They're talking about don't get your horse next to these. To like, there's just yeah. so many. Yeah. Ele- it's hot as ball. Like, yeah. there's so many elements. Yeah, if elements. you're next to this horse yeah. and the ears fall down, they're <laughs> yeah. about to fight. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's just so many elements that I felt were out of my control. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, as, again, as dumb as it sounds, I really did it, I really did process in my head, hey, this is an opportunity. You're scared. <clears throat> do it anyway. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yes, you're going to look like a punk if you don't, but even more important, you're facing a situation that you're not super comfortable with, but you can prove to yourself mm-hmm. that you can do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
And so it got me thinking about how many times in my past personally have I foregone a situation or, you know, missed an opportunity because I was scared. Yeah. Because of the fear of what could happen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I I can think of a lot of examples where yep. I've done that. Yeah. Whether it's, you know, roller coasters as a kid, whether it's, you know, a mm-hmm. job that I didn't want to take because I was, you know, I got so used to security. You know, it's there's so many examples of that, of how fear you can use it positively or negatively. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and one of the things too, I think that's that's important not to miss here is that we're not saying it's not okay to be scared, right? We're not saying that like, Hey, you're less of a person. If you are scared, uh, we're not saying don't vocalize it. Cause one of the things that I respected is I knew you were scared, but you, mm-hmm. but you pushed forward anyways, as opposed to, I mean, I, I guarantee a third of the people out there were just yes. as afraid, but we're and, hiding it. Absolutely. And they said, look, I think there's, when they said, Hey, they, they asked us to raise our hands on who was nervous. Right. So I was trying not to be the one. Everyone looked at me, and I was like, no, I'm not. And then I saw Ben walk up and a couple others, and I was like, you know what? I'm not going to bullshit you. I'm nervous, too. So I joined that same crowd. So my entire life, guys, this is how I've started tried Mm -hmm. to overcome fear is to be first. Mm. That's the way I've always overcame fear, even and people always say, well, you know, you always should be, well, you're not, you shouldn't be afraid. You shouldn't be, man, fear is a part of life. It, it just is. I can remember doing Oklahoma drill when I was a kid and I was like 12 years old. And there was another kid that was a really good running back, big, strong kid. Mm-hmm. And I knew at some point they were going to put us together. Right. Oh, I know at what you're some, doing. You're counting the line. Yeah. And you're saying, oh, I go ahead and go ahead in front of me. It was inevitable. <laughs> he yeah. was up front and I was in the back. Yeah. And I remember this is 12 years old. And I remember I said, at some point there, I'm going first. Yeah. And that's how I've always overcame my fears. Mm-hmm. And when I've been, when I was nervous that day, cause you just said it, Ben, everything that you felt, I felt the same. Mm-hmm. This is my second time being on a horse. And I felt the exact same fears. So the only way I could overcome that is when they said, okay, we're going to start getting on who's first. Boom, raise my hand. That's the only way I can overcome it. Yeah. Yeah. But also, too, Ben admitted, okay, hey, look, I'm scared. Had he not and had other people tried to be tough? Yes. Okay. Exactly. You, you could not have encouraged other people to say, okay, you know what? It's actually okay. It's actually yeah. okay to be scared. And I'm actually going to get paired up with someone that can actually help me yeah. and, and to help me walk through this fear. Right. Yeah. Had you been on, you know, one of the loner horses, the third party horses, had you not, you could have been put on one of those that would have put you in a very bad situation and, and could have ended, yeah. you know, right. with bad results. So, the courage in it, and then to go first, too. Like, don't hesitate. Don't hesitate. No, that's a great point because taking that first initial step, before you can take, think about it too much, yeah. I'm just going to go. That's I'm just going to do it. That's yeah. it. I'm not going to overthink this. I'm just going to go. Yeah. yeah. And you know that, Tyler, you mentioned it. You don't want to – don't hear us saying that, you know, it's bad to feel fear. It, everybody, yeah. it, it's a it's natural response yeah. mm-hmm. to have that fear. It's a good thing, in right. fact. It's it's a survival instinct. It, you know, the adrenaline, the cortisol, all that gets flowing to help you determine, is this a situation where I'm going to fight? Is this a situation where I'm going to run? Yep. That's mm-hmm. just human nature. Yeah. So ego, I think, comes in and decides, all right, am I going to play on this fear and, and let it, you know, 
Well, maybe it's not. Maybe it's not as much ego, but you do have to make the decision in the moment. Okay, am I going to let this fear propel me to do it, yeah. or am I going to let this fear keep me from doing it? Yeah. yeah. And you, Darren, you mentioned something a second. Oklahoma drill. I, I've never admitted this in in person. When I was in seventh grade, this is a true story. We used to have to be the scout team for the eighth grade, mm-hmm. and there were some guys on the eighth grade team that were men. Bang. Yeah. yeah. They were men. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so we were basically practice dummies. I can vividly remember, honestly, I don't even know if anybody knows this from my seventh grade football team. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I would fake injuries and sit out practice uh, yeah. when we had to go do scout team. I'm dead serious mm, yeah. because that the fear crippled me in that moment. Mm-hmm. I was so scared to go against those eighth graders. I said, mm-hmm. Coach, I'm hurt. And I would sit out, and I'd let my teammates go out there and just take a beating. <laughs> take a look at now, my How wrong back. is that looking back? <laughs> no, but yeah. fear in that moment – crippled me that nothing else mattered other than my safety that's all i could think about yeah, yeah. in that moment yeah was how how can i take care of me yeah yeah and, and that's just, a natural and again i just think of all the other times that fear has done that well, how can i take care of myself here yeah and so I, I think there's a couple different types of fear maybe that we can that we can identify and, and not to continue piling on the football stories but the Cowboys, one thing Jason Garrett did every single Wednesday, it was a full padded practice, right, is he would bring the entire team up, and it was typically between seven on seven where it's like the, the receivers, running backs, quarterbacks would go against the secondary and linebackers, right? Mm-hmm. For those of you who don't know that what seven on seven is. Um, and after that, before the team periods where everybody comes back together and we do full contact, you know, run situations, so, so we would do one-on-one pass protection. Oh, yeah. Right, yeah. but it was the the old school. Everybody gets in a circle mm-hmm. and watch, and then and then watches the entire team, and it's one person at a time. Mm-hmm. And literally, like talking about it, when you brought up the Oklahoma drill and you were talking about the scout, I, I still feel that feeling in my stomach, yeah. that feeling of nervousness and 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 fear. Yeah. But but the thing that I I wanted, I was fearful of, was not okay, hey, this is dangerous, or I don't want to get hurt, or it was fear of failure. Mm -hmm. Because now you're on center stage, and there's nowhere to hide. Mm -hmm. So literally, and again, like you, I'll admit it, is multiple times. And I say when I say multiple, of the 17-week season, this probably happened 60% of the time, Mm -hmm. is I knew over Jason's right shoulder behind him, he would never pick out those people unless he had it written wow. down ahead of time. <laughs> if that's not Tyler, so I don't I'm go. not hiding. Man. I'm not hiding because I'm hollering and I'm yeah. this. But I know his attention wouldn't be over his right shoulder, right? Because if you're across from him, he can pick you out as right. he's doing this. So I'm always like behind his right shoulder. He can hear my voice, but he's not visually seeing me for it to register. Now I had to do it five or six times right. to act because he wrote it down before he goes <laughs> i haven't seen that sissy in like five weeks cuts to get out there <laughs> but literally and and it i was so scared like i i get nervous before games and that mm-hmm. was me but i i could at least transition those into adrenaline and but like literally i'm just scared to where i'm get, shaking yeah and yep. i'm so nervous and i and it it hindered my performance yes. because I literally like succumb to the fear and then it's like I'm super nervous and I'm stiff or I I I uh, anticipate something when you're supposed to react I right. mean whatever it was but just like you it was literally I'd hide yeah. I literally would hide. And this is as a pro athlete. Wow. I would, and I was so confident in my pass protection. Like I was like, you know, the backup, th- never, never gave me a chance, but the, the backup, uh, uh, you know, Left third down, third down back. No, right. backup, third down back. Right. right. So right. I was super comfortable back there in protection in a live situation. Mm. 
But when it came to one-on-one in front of everybody, and my teammates specifically, like, super scared. Yeah. yeah. That's interesting. And so, so again, there's, there's different elements. And I think what we succumb to more often than not is that fear of failure. And not necessarily, because yeah. like, yeah, there's things that like just logically, I don't want to get myself, like it's a legitimate fear to be on a horse. It's a legitimate mm. fear to be on a roller coaster. It's a legitimate fear to not jump off a cliff, right? right? right. Like there's things that are like, if if I don't do this exactly right, there's, there's an actual injury Three. that's associated with yeah. us. But I think we are more paralyzed with the idea of failure. failure. Yeah, absolutely. And I think failure plays, the fear of failure plays into a lot of what we do and the decisions we don't make. Like, there's yeah. so many times, in, just in life, in life, there, you know, the fear, one of the number one fears is getting up in front of a crowd and speaking. Mm-hmm. Right? It's, it's, I remember being in school and they would have, we would have to have these, we do a speech or, or whatnot. And I could, I would be dead scared for four or five straight days leading up leading up oh yeah to that day right and it's just you know and then again i think the one thing that really helped me that really changed my life was in that 12 when i was in that was 12 years old Mm. it changed that that moment changed my life as far as how to deal with Mm -hmm. it because i didn't want to go against this kid Mm -hmm. but then i when i went against him i was like okay Next time I got have this moment, so when I used to do speeches, it was the same thing. I want to go first, yeah, because they'd always start with A, oh. and I and I was a W. <laughs> and the first time I saw this, I was like, "Holy shit!" I gotta I'm wait just gonna, I'm two just days. Sit in this, <laughs> <laughs> sit in this fear, <laughs> this sweaty pool in my chair sweaty, called fear. <laughs> yeah, but it's it, it was the fear of failure, the yeah. fear of people looking at you, and yeah. you just didn't get the job done. Yeah, and you're embarrassed through that yeah. process. And that's yeah. what I want to talk about in a second is how we play these things up yeah. and then we go through What's it and realize yeah, that it was not, not that bad, near yeah. what we played no. up. In our head. So before, no. before that though, I think one of the things that, that we is also really apparent is like the fear of stepping out into something new, right? Mm-hmm. Something that you've never experienced. Like, I mean, something as simple as, Hey, trying a new restaurant for date night. Cause we're so comfortable to it mm-hmm. or a new vacation spot that we've, we just want to go back to what we, what we did. And one thing that I've learned personally is I was like, my wife and I have this comfort zone and we like doing these certain things, but we actually went out on a limb and we went up and visited Choctaw Resort and Casinos in Durant, Oklahoma, right? Initially, it's like, okay, hey, easy. We're going to go to Vegas. We love Vegas. Vegas is is fun. We go for the shows, the food. Um the other extra, I'm just kidding. I'm totally kidding. The other extracurricular. The totally Food and desserts. <laughs> but, uh, but so we went up to Durant, Oklahoma, which you're like, okay, it's 45 minutes from our house. It's, yeah. it's so easy. It's just over an hour from, from Dallas. It's easy. And you don't realize, but it's something new. Yeah. I mean, they've only been around as a resort for 15 years. Yes. And, and it's like, you just don't even think about it. We went, it was incredible. First of all, it was incredible before this new renovation that's opening up yep. in August. Mm-hmm. But I mean, and then we're, we're there and, and, and we're seeing all these things and, and we've just, we've got a list on the amenities that they have, the spa, the concerts. I mean, all of the things that they have, yeah. it was like, why did I wait so long? Why did I wait until W was called for speeches? Why did I wait and sit in this like 
because I wish I would have gone first in that speaking list, and yeah. I wish that I would have gone up to Durant, Oklahoma. So if you so were, much sooner. So the message, yeah, message <laughs> would be if you're in this Dallas Fort Worth area or anywhere around the country, get out of your comfort zone, mm-hmm. and if you haven't experienced uh, uh, Choctaw Casino, uh, casino Resort and Resort casino. casino, if you haven't experienced it get out and experience it it, it is unbelievable I mean, again tyler just spoke on spa just spoke on the new renovations that they have if you have kids this is the best time mm-hmm. to do it in the month of june july That's right. kids are out of school get out there have a good time get out there experience the pool and just have a, a great yeah. time there I can't wait. Who's coming? Listen, this 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 summer we're gonna have some some concerts. I think Enrique Iglesias is coming. Enrique, not, not Enrique. Enrique. Come on, man. No. Why do you do that, man? Wrong Iglesias, man. I said Julio the first time. <laughs> Enrique. I, that was a joke at you. Yeah, you, I know. you, you started naming you off dudes that were popular in the forties. Yeah, so you said Iglesias, <laughs> and I was like Gabriel, Gabriel, Gabriel Iglesias, Iglesias the comedian. Yeah, the comedian. Yeah. So, so you got Aaron a mix. Watson. I mean, there's country Ryan music. Bingham, yeah. Miranda Lambert. I mean, the list goes on and on. And I'm glad you mentioned that you took. You're going to take your wife, Tiffany, because I'm going to take my wife. That's right, Tiffany as well. Mm-hmm. So Ben, yeah, we're going. When is it? We've been talking about date night for how long now? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm, getting oh. out of, I'm getting on a date this, well, I guess when this airs, it'll have been last Friday. I'm getting on a date this Friday. Are you going to Choctaw? Uh, Are you taking probably, we don't. I don't think we'll have the time to go to Choctaw this Friday, but we're definitely going this summer. We've already got it planned. We're ready yep. to roll. Yeah. Going take to her, concerts. Take her to the spa. Because here's the great thing about Choctaw, and then we'll get back to the discussion, is it, it allows you to transport to another yeah. world without having to deal with the headache of an airport or all the travel, yes. it's a 30-minute drive, depending it is, on where you are Yeah, now. it's it's Vegas-style resort. Yes. I mean, and quality, if not exceeding what's in Vegas now. Like, it really is. It's insane. Yeah. And so, and, and really, even in, okay, so if you're going in the next week or so, first of all, the last weekend was Father's Day. Right. So if wives out there, uh, mothers out there, if you're like me and maybe drop the ball on getting your husband yeah. a gift, get them some concert. Favorite concert, I guarantee, is going through going through Choctaw. So get them. But also, if you're going in the in the month of June, they've got this pretty cool promotion right now. And you may have seen the billboards if you're in the Dallas area. If not, fly in, drive over. But they've got a thing called Paradise Payoff Giveaway, right? So they're giving away seven hundred thousand mm. dollars, just mm-hmm. giving it away. You don't have to put your money down on the table, giving it away. Uh, so you can win a portion of that $700,000. All you've got to do is play with uh, your rewards, rewards card, card yeah. and you get entries. That's it. It's yeah. simple. And every Saturday they make these drawings and it is, it's the easiest money you'll ever make. Love it. So we're in. Make sure, make sure to check them out. And so back, well, back to the question that I had before, can you guys think of it, of a scenario where you were scared to do something? You played it up in your head. It was super scary. And then you did it and you realized, man, that wasn't that bad. Mm. Can you think of anything like that? Yes. Atlantis. Atlantis? Atlantis. Took my kids to Atlantis. Oh, uh, I know this is going yeah, to slide. Years. Yeah, yeah by, the, by the way, humble brag here. Yeah. I mean, we just do Atlantis. No big no, deal. First just, time I went to Atlantis, I'm, I'm, man, a, I'm, just, I'm a baller. Just no big deal. We're going out to the well, Bahamas. Was, uh, so when I pulled the yacht up. Turks and Caicos. So when the yacht pulled up. And so and we just, I actually you know. took my helicopter from the yacht up to the, <laughs> the penthouse suite. Uh, <laughs> no, man, but I'm telling you, I was up on top. And I, again, my son, DJ, I was with DJ because my other two kids were too afraid to go up, up there. Shot at my son, Jaden, who's here. Uh, but DJ and I get to the top. And, and if, you've, if, 
If you haven't been to this Atlantis and been on this slide, it is I don't I can't tell you how many stories there are. And, and I'm afraid of heights. All of man. them. All of them. All of the stories. All the stories. <laughs> but I get to the top and it's a long line. We finally get there and we're looking over the edge. And my God, like I wanted to walk back down. Matter of fact, I stopped when they, and I just stopped in my tracks and DJ was like, Dad, let's go. Let's go. And I'm like, all right, yeah, you go ahead. Uh-huh. And he went down that slide. He went, and it's, when goes you go down, you can't right? see it. It goes underground, doesn't it? Yeah, it goes under like, Through a, like an aquarium. aquarium like a, yeah. the sharks are on one side of the deal. And he went down that slide, and I was like, save yourself. <laughs> and I, basically, he went down, and I was, this is how close I was. I was going to walk back down. And the guy there, <laughs> this old man looked at me. He's like, man, you better, man, come on, dude. Come on, dude. I see those traps. There's no reason dude, that is, you should ever I'm walk down these I'm in the height stairs. of my football career, too. Yeah. I was like, no, I'm going down. I'm not doing this. Yeah, my contract says I can't do it. I mean, it's a violation. But the first, but I went down. I mean, I, somehow I, the coward came out of me, and I went on down. And I can't tell you how great of a time we had. Like, that, that moment from the experience I had, and I, I'm talking about it now because it was a great experience. My son saw me go down. He saw the fear in me. He saw the, the, the coward in me, first of all, and I got past that point, which yep. was good. Yeah. He needed to see that, that you dad struggled. Was, and, yeah, yeah, that I was struggling. Yeah. Right? So I get down the slide, and the first thing he said, you were scared. <laughs> you were scared. And I said, yeah, I was. He said, let's go again. And I was like, all right, man, let's go again. But I, I had to overcome it. <laughs> yeah. But I had to, but you know what I mean? But it was, it was. Sorry, a, I got to change my shorts. I got to change my shorts. It's a little dirty right now. <laughs> But the experience, just going through the, yeah. what it is as an experience, allows you to overcome because it gives uh-huh. you the confidence to uh-huh. move forward. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that's a great story and, and obviously funny, whatever. I think of a more maybe practical example that, that people can apply that are listening. I think of cold calling. That's like my number one, mm-hmm. that's like my number one fear is mm-hmm. picking up a phone, calling somebody I've never talked to before in my life, that fear, that anxiety, everything that overcomes you and having to dial the phone and do it anyway. Yeah. That's what I think about when I think of fear at this stage in my life. Yeah. And it's the scariest moment. You play it up in your head. This is going to go terribly. And most of the time it does go pretty bad. Yeah. But, <laughs> but there's the few times it's like every single time I hang up, I was like, that wasn't that bad. Yeah. That wasn't as hard as I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. Now, maybe I wasn't quote unquote successful and I didn't get the meeting or whatever I was trying, the objective, mm-hmm. but it definitely that fear very easily for me shuts me down from pursuing those opportunities. Mm. Is it the fear that you care about what people think? I think so. I think it's a lack of confidence in what I'm saying. Mm. I think it's a fear of they're going to hang up on me. They're going to think I'm an idiot, which again, it's not justified because they'll never, if it goes bad, they'll never think about me ever again. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But for whatever reason, I've played it up in my head. And it's also the fear. We're talking about fear of failure. It's the fear of like, this isn't, this is how I feed my family. And if this doesn't go well, then I'm not going to be able to put food. How much do you feel like, I mean, and us three talking about this, when you're really, you're truly confident in your abilities, like truly confident in whatever it is that you're going to be talking about. Is that fear still there for you? Usually not. So the part like of training, for instance. Yes. Personal training. Yes. I can go up to somebody and cold call them about personal training because I'm so confident in what I'm talking about. I know for a fact I know more than you about this. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. When I pick up some of the phone, hopefully nobody listens to this to prospect. <laughs> that bought that bullshit yeah. that I was selling. <laughs> but there is that sense of what if they ask me something I don't know? You don't yeah. know, yeah. It's the what fear if, of not what if knowing. They know way more about this than yeah. I do. Right. Yeah. Right. I didn't really have that fear in training because I'd done it for so long. So, yeah. the, again, getting back to it, is it the fear of actually cold calling or is it the fear of not knowing? Fear of not knowing. Yeah, but I think it's, but it's also, because I hear what you, is it, could it be fear of inadequacy as a man? Like, I'm, I'm not good enough? I don't think it's, uh, as a man, I think it's yeah. just as a, as a human being. Maybe as a person, I'm just saying, yeah. okay. As a yeah. human being, I'm sure women struggle with it too. you are, I believe, to yeah. be a man. Yeah, I, I identify so. as a male, <laughs> uh, today. Uh, but again, it's, it's, there's a, there's a, there's a few fears going on. It's mm-hmm. the fear of I'm not going to know what I'm talking about. The fear of what if this doesn't go well? I mm-hmm. need this, mm-hmm. right? And when you're operating out of that fear, you usually don't perform as well as what you could. Yeah, I, yeah, agree. Yeah. As opposed to if I'm talking to somebody about training, I'm going to speak confidently. I'm yeah. going to, I'm going to, they're, they're it's just like the horse, right? Mm-hmm. I was scared to get on that horse. He could feel that. Yeah. Whereas Tyler, you weren't, your horse could feel the confidence in yeah. you. And it was a much different experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so yeah. I think if, if you can, and some people don't have that fear, like for cold calling specifically. Yeah. Some people yeah. like, I think everybody's is, wired different. That's it, why everybody's it, fears. It really are is how you approach it because the people that don't have that fear and they think it's fun, they tend to do a lot better yeah. than somebody mm-hmm. like me who is fearful, yeah. who's not confident, who's playing scared. That's right. So it's, I think it's a, it's a lot of things. Let's, let's go back to that cold calling moment. Let's, let's go back to that. If you were just put on the spot and you had to just do it now, like, hey, let's call right now, are you better off? Or are you better off, or do you feel like it's even worse, which I would think it would be even worse, if you had time to think about this Friday, today is Wednesday, yeah, this Friday. Yeah, if you give me time, I'm going to play it up in my head. It's mm. so much worse. Mm-hmm. So it's to your point earlier, that's why you like to go first before yeah. you have any time to think about it. Don't yeah. want to think about it. It's, it's like the if you're brain. Jump, yeah. It's, 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 you're, not, you're not giving yourself enough time to dwell on it. That's right. So it's the, you know, how do we overcome that? Here's the question is... <laughs> The brain, we're so the, the, your brain is so powerful that. But how do you overcome? Like, it, it's the mindset, right? It's like a, almost like a switch. Yeah, that we have to overcome ourselves mm-hmm. before we can even pursue it, right? <clears throat> yeah, yeah. I, I think I'm, I'm just thinking through this, is, and so I'm just off the cuff here. So uh, bear with me. Is if we're gonna approach and conquer a fear and overcome that fear. I think we have to have the confidence that it's worth it. Mm. You know what I mean? Right. And, and how do you do that? Because a lot of times we will just like, I'm scared of it, but I've just got to do it. Right. But what we don't do is to give ourselves the confidence to push through that fear is, is recognize, is this worth it? Like, is this something that I really want Mm -hmm. and I really want to do? And, and if you can identify that in your head one way or the other, is this something that I really want to accomplish? And you say, yes, it is. I feel like the confidence and, and courage starts to manifest itself inside of you, right? Mm-hmm. And, and it's like, okay, I, I am going to push through this. And, and also, if it is something that you really want to accomplish, am I going to invest the time to overcome it? Yeah, look, there's, there's you know, uh, spontaneous things that you've got to overcome. Mm-hmm. But I'm talking about, okay, like business, personal, any of those things where it's, okay, it's something that I'm scared of failure, uh, but I do believe that I want it. 
but I'm not just going to wing it like a presentation mm-hmm. or uh, making you know a, a really final decision one way or the other or a cold call or whatever it is. So those cold calls, if you take a partner into that room before you're, you know you're afraid to do it, but it's worth it because it's going to lead to business, it's going to lead to revenue for my family, is it worth it to take 10 minutes, bring a partner in, and rehearse it mm-hmm. and to run through it one time? Is it worth it to rehearse your speech in front of the mirror or your spouse Absolutely. or a friend yeah. before you go out and do it? Right. And so I think what, what that does is that preparation and confidence Right there's only so much room. Right, it starts to push out that fear. Right, there's mm-hmm. not enough room. You start to fill it with confidence. Start to fill it with preparation. That's one way it can go out. Right. For me, I know that I've 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 gone through many presentations to win business, mm-hmm. and as of late, and part of it I think is the the um, just the the knowledge and competence has increased with experience mm-hmm. over time. But the most recent presentations that I've given is I went through rehearsal and I went through, yes, I really want this. Mm-hmm. Um, and those presentations were easier and less, less nerves involved, less fear involved when I actually stood up in front of them and presented, which allowed me to look comfortable, to look confident, to look all those things that I wanted to accomplish because fear was less present. I'm not saying it wasn't present, but it was less present. So I think first step to your, to your question is decide if it's worth it. Mm-hmm. Decide if this is really something that you want to do. And if you say yes, like, for example, I, one of the things that this is stupid, but uh, in college, we went up as a, a big group of friends up outside of Fresno, up in the foothills. Um, I can't remember the name of the cove, but it was this, this beautiful, right? It's mm-hmm. this little like oasis up in like these dry foothills in Texas, uh, in California. And there's this like oasis of green trees. There's like a 40 foot waterfall mm-hmm. with this river above it. And then it cliffs all the way around it. And we went up with all these, all these friends. And I remember like the ego was like, all right, y'all are doing the 40 foot cliff. I'm going to go on the other side and I'm going to do the 50 foot cliff. Mm. And I remember literally standing up there and I had to internally talk myself into, okay, is this something that I really want? Do I feel like there's enough reward jumping off of this? <laughs> I, a stupid 19-year-old came to the conclusion that, <laughs> hell yeah, I want That this. extra 10 feet is going to get me That's what I'm saying. Street cred. Super street cred. <laughs> Who but, was she? Yeah, <laughs> hey, exactly. Dude, hey, I ain't throwing names <laughs> out there, but there was a couple buddies there that, <laughs> that I was like, come on, girl. Um, but... But literally, I do remember that, and, and you described it like coming over that, you know, overcoming that fear and, and realizing, oh my gosh, dude, that was freaking fun, right? Um, and it was the heart; my feet felt like a million pounds. My chest, my heart was beating out of my chest. But I just, I remember like finally committing. You know, when you jump into a pool, like mm-hmm. I think it's going to be cold, but I'm actually I'm going for it right, anyways. Right. Like I just got to get in. It was that feeling times a thousand, like all right, here we go. Right. And then jump in. And then I just remember this, like felt like three seconds. I don't know if it was, but it felt like mm. forever, like a, a yell, a breath, and then another yell and hit the water. And I was like, that was the best thing that I've ever done. Right. At that point. Right. And so it was worth it to me. I decided up on top of that rock, it was worth it. And I didn't have time to do the preparation, but it was, it, it moved that fear out of the equation more than if I just was like, yeah, yeah, I got to jump or I don't need to jump, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah I think, go, go ahead. ahead. 
Go ahead. No, I think there's there's that. I think it's like two categories if we're, if we're looking at it. Like there's that physical fear of of doing something, right? There's yeah. always the physical aspect of yeah. if I jump off this cliff and there's some rocks at the bottom. The fear yeah. of hitting that water. There's that, and then it's the the football fear of. Hey, we're gonna do this inside run, and it's gonna be a physical contest, and I'm gonna maybe I get embarrassed, but if it's a physical thing as mm-hmm. well. But it also goes back to what you were saying, Ben, is is doing a cold call or preparing for a presentation, which is not on the physical side, mm-hmm. but it's all mental. Yeah, a job interview, a job interview, right? And there's, I guess I'm trying to get to a point where you know. What are some of the tools that we're utilizing to overcome those fears? And, I, and I'll go first, man. If you, yeah. you, you know, I'm not sure if you wanted to go so no, another direction. Direction, but if it's on the mental side, first of all, I have to get myself ramped up. And you, you're right. How important is this to me? Mm-hmm. One, but then two is put perspective in and say to yourself and to those involved, like. Who gives a damn about the yeah. person across from me? Yeah. He's no better than me. He's the exact same person. Mm-hmm. Right? There's nothing special about him. God made him or her the same as they, they made me. I think you got to put that in perspective, one. Mm-hmm. And two, most of the time when you're talking to someone, even through a speech, before you go out into a speech, half the people aren't even freaking listening. Yeah. They're not even tuned in yeah. to what you're saying. In high school or in grade school, was if there's kids that are out there, moms or moms and dads that have kids, tell your kids that half the people aren't even listening to what you're saying because I was a W, uh-huh. and I was the last one to go, and I'd have to watch the A's and the B's go, and I didn't know what the hell they were talking uh-huh. about because yeah, you were thinking about your things. So I much. was thinking about me, me so much more, and most people are doing exactly that. Mm-hmm. They're they're more concerned about themselves mm-hmm. than they are you. Yeah, and then get to the point of. Understanding what failure looks like, because yeah. failure is not bad, man. It's yeah. part of life, yeah. and accept yeah. it. Yeah, I think of, I think of three things th- that I think are helpful in these scenarios for me. Number one is that it's that chatter. We had a, w- I guess the episode will air in a few weeks with Ethan, Ethan yeah. Cross, and it's how you talk to yourself. Yeah, yeah. What, what's the story you're telling yourself, mm-hmm. Darren? You have the ability to tell yourself you're a badass, and mm-hmm. that helps you confidently go execute. Right. Right, some people don't have that, so it's it's developing that attitude of how do you speak to yourself. Mm-hmm. And in fact, sidebar, but in the Team Olympics that we did, I can vividly remember because we just had this discussion. Mm-hmm. A lot of those Olympic events, I'd never done anything like that before. Right. Shooting, ski, doing all that stuff. I can vividly think about playing back to a few days ago. I was telling myself, "Dude, you got this." Yep. Mm-hmm. Whereas maybe before that conversation, I would be like, "Man, this is hard. I've never done this before." Mm-hmm. Right. So it was the story that I was telling, and and I did okay. Right, mm-hmm. because I went in confidently knowing. So that's number one. I tell myself the chatter that I tell myself. I, I'm, I need to pay attention to the story that I'm telling. Right. Number two, in training, they call it the principle of specificity. Basically, if you want to become a better bench presser, you have to bench press. Mm-hmm. If I want to become a better cold call, I have to do the act of cold, cold calling. Right. That's going to get me better at that. That's going to help me overcome my fear is by just simply picking up the phone and doing it. Mm-hmm. Right. Now, there's little ancillary things, prepare, all that. That's, that's great. But I have to actually pick up the phone mm-hmm. if that's something that I want to overcome. Yep. Mm-hmm. Right. And then the third thing, we keep talking about, they're dumb examples, but I really don't think they're that dumb. It's doing stuff like jumping off a cliff or getting on a horse when you're scared. Controlled that you're, there's a good percent chance that you're going to be okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There is that slight fear that you're not, 
But you know, for the most part, like I knew for the most part, deep down, I was going to be okay okay. getting on that horse. I Mm -hmm. was nervous, but putting myself in those scenarios, what am I scared to do? Right. I'm going to go do that because now I can call upon that confidence. No, it's not the same thing. I'm not getting on a horse when I'm picking up that phone, but I am sitting here replaying and knowing, Hey, I can do hard things. It's not that scary. I can pick (laughs) up this phone. Yeah. So those three things for me are what, what is helpful now as I get older and overcoming that fear. What's the chatter I tell myself? I've got to just do it. Mm-hmm. And what are some other things that can translate yeah, to whatever I'm scared of like doing? That. I like that. And I, and I want to hit a little bit more on that perspective. Is I think we're just so f- afraid of the failure. Yeah. We're afraid of that. And, and if you have perspective, and you really truly say, Cole Coin, if I fail here, what are the consequences? If I, if I do, right? right? Because we build it up in our head and, we, and, and fear is real, but we just, without really truly putting it in perspective, we just say, oh my gosh, I don't want to fail. I, I just don't want to do it. Mm-hmm. But in reality, it's like, okay, if I fail, even if I fail 10 times in a row on these cold calls, uh, is my wife not going to love me? Right. My kid's going to forget me? Am I going to have no money in my bank account? Am I going to get fired? No. They just hang up the phone. You feel uncomfortable for two seconds, and then you move on to the next one, right? Right. So I think we just, and and whatever situation it is, and and there's real things that you can say, okay, hey, look, there's legitimate consequences here. Mm -hmm. And there's legitimate, like, hey, if I'm going to invest, you know, this money into this this investment, um, what are the consequences? Yeah, you could lose all that, right? Mm -hmm. That's a risk reward. That's, you've got to, you've got to evaluate that. But so I would, more often than not, the consequences are so minimal Mm -hmm. It's the idea of fear that is holding you back, not the consequences, right. when the consequences should help you make that decision, not the fear, mm-hmm. right? You should get to the point of saying, okay, pros and cons, okay? What's, what are the positive outcomes? What are the negative outcomes? All right, which one on paper looks better? Okay, the negative outcomes, they really don't look that bad most right. of the time when we look at the we're things that were- Positive outcomes? Yeah. I got to eat. That's right. Yeah. Right? That's that right. got to eat. Yes. Yeah. As, as positive as they get. Yes. That's right. And, and, and it's worth it. Yeah. yeah. That's right. That's yeah. right. It's worth it. So as we wrap this up, what do you feel like, Ben, you got out of actually getting on that horse? Do you feel like I'm glad I did it? Or you feel like I got it out of my system. I never got to do it again. <laughs> both. Can I answer? Both. Can I say both. both? Yeah. I'm glad we did it. Yeah. I'm glad I didn't. Ride the ATV. I'm glad. Yeah. Having said that, yeah. I'm not going to go out and seek riding horses yeah. again. <laughs> if if the circumstance comes up again, yeah, I'll do it. Yeah. But, but I'm not going to actively uh, seek but and ride you horses. you know that. Yeah. Right? There's value in knowing what you do and don't like and what you want to pursue and what you want to risk. I mean, if you and Wit are on a vacation and she wants to go horseback riding on, on a beach... beach. Thankfully, right. she's allergic, so I'm good. <laughs> All right. <laughs> but your point's well taken. You know what yeah. I mean? Your point, You're like, your okay, well hey, I can, I can make an educated decision now right. because I actually went through that process. Yeah. I figured there's that's value so, That's it. amazing that you have that thought. What thought? That you wouldn't, you probably wouldn't do that again, right? Well, again, I'll do it if it's, if it's, yeah. we're at a company retreat and everybody's, yeah. I'll do it. You yeah. know what? But yeah. I'm not going to go call up Ranger Bob and say, hey, Bob, you got a horse I can ride? I'm not going to do that. And I'm just the opposite. You're, now you're actively, you're going to yeah. look for it. 
Absolutely. Yeah. It was so one of the actually, best times. Yes, to, to, to yeah. really just kind of put it out there, Ben, just so you know, uh, we're walking away from the podcast. We're going to go buy a ranch in Montana, <laughs> yeah. and we're going to be we're full-time cattle ranchers. Hey, I'll, come be, uh, I'll, I'll come be the guy that, ba- that drives the hay bales or whatever in the, in the four-wheeler. <laughs> but so, you, I mean, you, lo- you liked it, right? I told you afterwards. Yeah, I know. I mean, I Tyler and I were, were the last two, you know, <laughs> we were way in the back. I It was so peaceful, man. Yeah. It was as peaceful a time that I've, I've experienced in the fact that I got over the nerves, uh, you know, and there was a trust value that ended up coming between me and the horse. But I'm petting the horse on the, on the back. It's like mm. I got to know this horse. Mm. And, and then I had a great time on the, on the way back, man. It was just like I accomplished something. Yeah. That's great, man. I'm proud of you. something. And that's what I'm saying. That's what that's what surprised me about. Because in the end, yeah, you you were way out of control with Bart. Yeah. No, at the but end, I was trying to get to the front of the line so Bart, that the people would help me off first. Bart was trying to get to the far front of yeah, the line, trying to get your ass off his back. But yeah, I just thought, man, this is. I overcame a fear, and I would do it in a heartbeat. I'd do it today if we if I yeah. had the opportunity to do it again. There you go. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. So I think just to, to summarize today is acknowledge that fear is real. Mm-hmm. Don't be ashamed of it. Yeah. Uh, I think don't be afraid to hide it because you admitting your fear, admitting that you are scared about taking that next step can help somebody else acknowledge that and, and give them the encouragement. Um, but then also, you know, in addressing the fear, you know, weigh out positives and negatives. Uh, you know, uh, prepare, have different perspective on it. What are, what are the positives? What are the negatives? What's the worst that can really happen? Is that the worst consequence for this? Is that really worth me not doing this? Yeah. yeah. You know, the law of spec- specific, specificity. 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 Specific. You've got you've to wow. do it. You've just got to do it over and over and over. I'm just going to breeze past it, guys. I couldn't get that thing out. I couldn't get that word out. I don't even know what that I means. I didn't even try. I don't even, I don't even know what that means. It's French. Hey, it's French. He's, he's starting to use these big-ass words over here. Like we been over using these big words like we know. Hey, I, I don't know if y'all knew this. I went to Harvard Yo, of, of West, West Texas. Texas. Central West right. Texas. No, I wouldn't even say West Texas. <laughs> Thanks again for tuning in. <laughs> to the Darren. Darren, no. Hey, we got to wrap. This we got to do this again. Darren, where can people find us on social media? You can find us at, <laughs> at the Darren Witches Show on Instagram. Sort of. Sort of. Darren Witches Show. At, there you go. Yeah. Darren Witches Show uh, on Instagram. You can follow me personally, uh, Darren Witches 28 on Instagram. That's a heck of an account. Part. You can follow us on Twitter. Uh, Darren, when's the last time you, you posted on Instagram? Honest. Uh, just the other I know day. the answer. Just the other day. I just posted yesterday. Yeah, he did. No. Just, just yesterday. He did. June 1st was the last time you no, posted on Instagram. No, I posted yesterday. On your oh, stories? A hard post. On my stories. I'm talking about a hard post on your timeline. Well, you know, I didn't deserve a hard post. <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening out there. Spot. Don't follow Darren. He only Rocky, posts once every two weeks. Rocky and uh, Jake were Oh, worth, yeah. Yeah, well, that's different, it. man. They were yeah. I just didn't want to put their business out there. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. But, yeah. Where else can people find us? You can find us on Facebook. You can find us. We got the, what are we on right now? The, the Google, TikTok. The Google, the TikTok. The Google and the TikTok. Hey, we're going to be, we're going to enter next year's TikTok versus YouTube boxing match. Oh, yeah. You I heard that was an absolute yeah, disaster. Yeah, Darren's going to enter. I'm not doing that. So, but YouTube. So if you're listening on, if you're listening on uh, iTunes or a podcast platform, you enjoy the, the visual a- aspect of it. We're on YouTube. 
Uh, and then uh, yeah, all, all podcast so, platforms. Yeah. Love it. Appreciate you guys. Like, Thanks. subscribe, share. Appreciate right. it.